Hello. Hello. How are you? Yay. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> uh, yay. I'm very excited. Um, I am too. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Um, okay, so it's already recording. So nice. Let's dive right in. Um, Beautiful. Welcome to Practical, <laughs> practical, practical spirituality. spirituality for Daily for Living. Daily living. <laughs> <laughs> How does one move through the day and maintain their knowing and centered, grounded, balanced uh, intention? And how does that open up doors to right ease and flow? And when we do that, absolutely to celebrate, right? To celebrate. celebrate. Um, So I'm Lori Ivers. Uh, I am a intuitive guide, um, teacher of energy awareness and how to facilitate that energy um, with your own knowing, so that you can move through the world as your soul desire to move through the world, rather than through the constructs of the world. Uh, and I'm here with my beloved Patsy, Patsy Cole. Thank you so much. Yes, it's a, such a delight to be here with you, Lori. I'm Patsy Culp, and I have a business called And Celebrate, in which I intuitively collaborate with meaning makers to add more impact and deeper connection to their work. I love that meaning makers. That made me have the chills. <laughs> yay! <laughs> yay! Yay! Um, I, I just want to touch on meaning makers for a moment, Patsy, and why you're drawn to that. Um, for me, we're all looking to be meaningful in our own life, and we're looking for the measure of meaningful. And for me, what I've come to discover as I've been on a path of awakenedness for about 10 years, uh, and it's been quite a, quite a trip to get here to talk to you today, and uh, perhaps as we go forward in our podcast, we can share that with people so they can recognize that um, it's not a panacea, but it is a, a glorious uh, getting to know oneself. Um, uh, but meaningful makers for me um, I think is when we allow ourselves to be who we are and to express that greatness with others and that greatness not as in greater than but as in a shared contribution for everybody's well-being yes I have goosebumps all over head to toe that's it that's it (laughs) so maybe we could talk about how we met Patsy and people would know um a little bit more about us. Yeah, absolutely. So I was introduced to you, Lori, through our dear beloved friend, Sophia, about two and a half years ago. And um, we, it was Sophia's desire. Oh, (laughs) whoops. I thought we did our usual passing where we have a blip. (laughs) It's so funny because our our other beloved was dialing me in. Um, at that oh, that's time. interesting. <laughs> interesting. Uh, so. She's on the wave. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so, so we were connected because Sophia's desire was to celebrate her thirtieth birthday with um, an opportunity to connect to you and your work, um, and to open ourselves up to awakening. Sophia and I had been on this path of exploring life's questions and what does it mean to live a good life and how do we, you know, align with what's true to us and move through the world with ease, right, and intention um, when others around us may not be exploring the same questions. Um, That's so interesting. And I, I just wanted to touch on have a good life yeah. because have a good life is a concept of life. 
Um, yeah. If we were it present in life, 90% of the time we are having a good life. It's the projection of what life should be that right. creates that contrast to mm-hmm. us enjoying what we have available to us right now. Totally. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, <laughs> and I've come to learn that, right, as as we've deepened our relationship and our connection to one another. And um, you've been such a tremendous resource and beloved friend to me um, as I, you know, rewrite the language, right, and come back to the truth of who I am. So um, we're walking well, there the is a, together. There is a foundation to that, yes. There's yeah. a foundation to that path of awareness and and the foundation shifts it's not one way to build a house it's many ways to build a house but all are valid and I by the grace of all that is uh, had the opportunity to learn about what we're what we're not seeing which is the energy that creates everything mm-hmm. and that energy is inherent in everything and it vibrates a certain rhythm Mm-hmm. a certain drum, and depending upon the drum that you're beating or allowing to beat in your head as a truth to you, um, you may make music you like, <laughs> or you might have a few notes that you'd like to change along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, beautiful. So, I love that. Thank you. The, the team is on their gig. <laughs> as they so I, are. <laughs> yes. I would like to say that um, – there is a process to allowing everyone's inherent intuitive knowing there's not a being on the planet that isn't capable of having the same sort of ahas and awarenesses as we, um, we are just diligent in our practice of allowing that awareness. And so perhaps we could touch upon some ways that people could have an awareness of what it is that's going on in their life and how it may be showing up and how they may be able to move through it. And uh, my desire through our ongoing podcast are to express to people the sticky wickets that we might walk through and the way that we address them from a centered, trusting, knowing place versus a reactive place or an agreeing place where we get caught in between and we can't see the forest or the trees because the mind is programmed, um, we're actually biochemical uh, instruments of expression, of creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the mind uh, that we set up for our own growth and expansion in our own soul's evolutionary path was designed with programs because I call this the game of life. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like having a sojourn of um, an exploration so we might liken it to being a um, Christopher Columbus of our time, wondering what <laughs> what's available to us um, in a construct of form. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll let you speak to that, Patsy, as to um, what might resonate as a, how we could proceed and sharing that information with people to lay sort of a foundation. So firstly, they perhaps will have a grasp of, what we're sharing with them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, and, uh, and also I feel that it will help them be in tandem with us mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to work within their own selves uh, moment to moment um, because it isn't just always that now moment that we have available because that's the moment that we're truly in. It is. Uh, the The mind generally 
projects to what's been and what might be, but that steals the moment of now. Mm-hmm. And that's a good place to start is where are you at now? What do you think of yourself now? How do you feel now? And perhaps you can express, uh, because you know it well, and uh, I'm, I'm very schooled in it myself, but I would love for you to express um, density and light and how you know the difference and how emotion is just an energy in motion that will create form based on um, unconscious intention or focused intention. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Yeah. Cause they're very different. Of, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no matter what you choose, right. It's going to, it's going to show up. Well, you're, you're always choosing and everything's always changing. Although it may look very familiar, the new moment is completely new, right. but because we are basing it on a, projection from what we've known ourselves to be or what we think will be because that again is the ego mind and Mm -hmm. I'd like to say the ego mind is it's a gift Mm -hmm. it's a gift when you learn of it and don't give it I always think of it as like the second stringer on a baseball team really wants to be up to that really wants to be captain really wants to like hit a ball out of the park and yet it doesn't really have a full toolbox it hasn't practiced (laughs) enough it has a very limited um, idea of that possibility, oh, and uh, it generally keeps you running the same bases over and over again, hoping to win the game, but you really find that you just get tired out, and you're still at bat, and nothing's changed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is the, probably the most perfect analogy I've heard you. <laughs> you know, they're, they're so, the mind, I, I often see it like a fifth grader who really wants to be a senior and graduate, but just doesn't have the depth available to it to navigate. To be able to, yeah, to to walk through this hall as a senior. Yeah. 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 If we make the mind wrong, it also gets your power from wrongness. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You get that right. Wrong. That's funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because if you make it wrong, then it still has, um, it's still at that is what Spirit just said. <laughs> there you go, full circle. <laughs> you're, you're giving it, uh, they're funny, you're giving it your energy. So I'll let you speak to um, emotion and how you know density and light, because the truth of us, as, as expression of all that is, is always expansive. Source is always mm-hmm. adding creation to itself. It's infinite. It's omnipresent. It's yeah. every particle and we generally only see the particles that are available to us in this now moment, but that doesn't mean there are not a gazillion, if there's even a bigger number, I take it, um, yeah. of other moments that we're having in expression. We're just not conscious of them in this now. Mm-hmm. Because all is absolutely now, because there's never a time that's not now. Oh, yes. Which, oh, which leads me to seek to time. Because yes, time is a construct. Right? This is one that I've been working through a lot. <clears throat> the the time. Piece. Yeah. Well, I just created time so I could have a shower in time to get on the phone with you. <laughs> I was I in the shower and I asked Spirit for five more minutes. I'm like, yeah, could I expand time by five more minutes? That'll be awesome. And then I was 10 minutes early. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, if you would speak to emotion and what what you're – what you've become aware of uh, in your in your um, awakened yeah, in state over the last couple of years. 
Well, yeah. it, you've actually been on a path for five years, I see. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that that's true, right? The, all of these sorts of grounding principles um, were in my sphere, I'd say, about five years ago. Um, but really bringing them into practice and uh, seeing their expansiveness play out in my life has has been even, you know, more profound in the last year, I would say. Um, and and so the to go to back to the emotion piece for me, um, I know I'm sitting in density when I feel this heavy um, kind of weight um, or energy in my lower belly. For the most part, it shows up in other places in my body too. But I've really learned to um, tune into the energy that I'm holding within my body. So sometimes it shows up in you know tightness in my lower back or upper shoulders, um, that kind of thing. And is, I it gen- be... is it generally triggered by um, a point of view? Yes, yes, like yeah. 100% yeah. of the time, right? So yeah, good answer. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's then in those moments when I recognize, a lot of times it's me recognizing the energy I'm feeling first, Um before then attaching or making the connection to what that point of view is that I'm feeling or sitting in. Um, And once I have awareness around that, I'm able to clear that up and remind myself of the truth of what is that right in every now moment, there is only now and all of what you just said, right? There's expansiveness and continual expansiveness. And it's my, it's my choice to either sit with that density um, that uncomfortableness, or acknowledge it for what is, and then choose differently um, to change my point of view, to come out of it, to you know, do some energy work within my myself, or talking uh, talking through it with someone like yourself um, to bring awareness to what that is. And what I love, love, love about you, Lori, is that you're like a laser beam for identifying <laughs> where that energy, like why that energy showed up, right? Um, and so to be able to have that awareness so quickly is such a gift. Um, and I'm becoming well, it's an open door opportunity to yeah. shift the way that you're perceiving things to be, because what I've learned through many brilliant teachers along the way, access consciousness, Christy Marie Sheldon, Joe Dunning, uh, Deborah Cummings, like the list goes on and on, um, uh, because I was a seeker. And when you're a seeker, you thirst for information for your And it was interesting to me because I wasn't a great student in school, but I wouldn't say that I'm not very intelligent or intellectual. I really am. It's mm-hmm. that it wasn't my path, and so I don't do math, right? Like, math's not my thing. You know that about me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we share the same. We share that same view. Right. So I, I find that um, in my own walk, I was blessed to learn about um, how energy feels, how it feels in the body, how it feels based on certain emotions. And uh, the body, for me, is a temperature gauge. Mm-hmm. When you learn that the truth of you is light, and everything else is contracted, well, then you start to pay attention of, hey, what am I thinking about or believing or portraying to myself that's creating a false illusion? Because in truth, all the world's a stage. Shakespeare said it. He had it right. It's a big <laughs> mirage of energy that looks like it took form because it slowed down molecularly yeah. to take yeah. the perception. Um, because everything actually is quantum physics. 
where it's a hypothesis that comes into form based on perception and feeling. Feelings create vibration. Vibration creates frequency. And frequency, source, gave us free will so we can rock our show any song we like. (laughs) So if you're vibing low vibes, such as guilt, shame, blame, regret, fear, anger, those create more of themselves because source is literal. Source doesn't decide how you'd like to take your ride. Source Mm -hmm. says, all right, I love you unconditionally. And unconditionally means literally unconditionally. Source doesn't decide for you. Source validates your creative capacity based on what you emote. Mm, yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Um, yeah. Uh, the, I did want to mention there are five things that are true for me on in the world that I live by and four things that I know myself in humanness to get in my way. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first uh, thing is ask and it's given. Hello, done deal. I just expressed that. Um, mm-hmm. Of this, you still doing more because we're always creating more, even if it looks the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beauty of the playground, right? The beauty of all that surrounds us to experience ourselves. Yeah, that's um, And as above, so below, meaning heaven on earth is really meant to be here, but it's our perception that we are away from that. So then we create that dysfunction of a fracture. For me, I use the analogy, source is the frame of the mirror, and the uh, soul's reflect creation back to itself, source, and then the fragments are the seeming personas that feel away from source, but when you shine light upon them, they create a prism of more color. So good. Yeah, that's yeah. so deeply. Yeah, cool. And then the four things that I have found on my happy walk, <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing because it's been a little bit of a roller coaster, uh, are when I was in wanting, I had plenty to want for. When I tried to control outcomes, then I never really, it never, never shows up the way that your head knows or says it knows, because it's limited in its knowing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Comparing apples and oranges, you know, I think Source thinks fruit is fabulous and diversity (laughs) creates more creativity. Um, So Source would never be comparing its creation. It would enjoy its creation. And then um, judging anything, because the buck stops with us. Whatever Whatever we perceive is what we receive. And because we've been in illusion and entrainment throughout the history of humankind, feeling away as it explored a new territory called Earth, <laughs> mm-hmm. we um, would go back after the curtain closed and we'd have a look at our role in the play and how we might like to play it differently the next time. And so we'd set up another role. Yeah. with new characters, with the same theme, though, until we got to a place where we no longer were at a place of that previous information, but we were ready for more information. And for me, that is the evolutionary process, mm. which is love with energy. And I think about the word um, T-U in, uh, as in you, and then you can move on. Because you'll be in your true self and you'll be able to move on. I often break down words in a weird way in my head, but that's how I see that word. (laughs) I love that. Um, Can you repeat that one? 
So uh, give it a whirl, sure. <laughs> yeah. The, so the, that piece of um, your true self. So how how did your true wanna... self wouldn't need anything. Your true mm. self would remember its inherent value in essence as an expression of the creator exploring itself, mirroring itself to itself in form, knowing all the while it's a shell game. None of it's real. Yeah. You know, um, but we forget what that it's not real. That there is in that. Yeah, we are. And we get so um, like we get jammed up. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Kathy, you and I have had many chats where we have been fully immersed in the costume, buttoned up. Yeah. <laughs> Can't breathe. Yeah. Only to recognize that it was a limiting thought form that we had picked up through the collective belief system called you know, everybody wants to be like the Joneses. Nothing wrong with the Joneses. I'm all for um, enjoyment. I'm for luxurious comfort. But when it's your version of yourself, whatever you think you can lose, right. the ego wants to hold on to, and then you will find yourself grasping and wanting out of fear. Right. Because you won't remember you're the creator in expression and can create another opportunity where you can have more joy, more fulfillment, and more solid expression as your heart desires, not the way that maybe your mom taught you that's the way to do love. Right. I've never seen a baby not do love. Have you? Oh, my gosh, no. Yeah, they just emanate love. That's all they do. Yeah. Yeah, they never go, hey, Bob over there is a patty. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Bob, we're not making fun of you if there's a Bob listening. (laughs) Yeah, Bob, we love you. (laughs) Well, we don't care if you're fat. We love everybody because that's a point of view. That's That's a label of somebody's expression. And that actually leads to sex limitation because when we are labeling others, we're not receiving them. We've decided who they are, what they are, and how they are. And that really puts them in a box where they can't do an open exchange with another being. Right. Because they're perpetrating their response energetically and generally unconsciously. So I would like that label, right? I mean, yes, when we don't have that awareness. So, well, spirit wants to talk about the mind for a minute, Patsy. So if I can let them just say what they want to say, and then you can add to it with your knowing, that would be brilliant. So what they'd like to say is that the mind is a program of falsity. The mind has a limited capacity of information. It is our job, joy of being, to dismantle and reprogram the mind by using our conscious now to redirect our perception to something of truth, which would really, in truth, if we took away the ego, we would enjoy the sound of the wind as I'm sitting outside on the deck and you would just sit here and enjoy the sound of the wind. You would enjoy the technicolor of the moment, Mm. but the mind has an agenda because when it has an agenda, rather than being moved and inspired, people think that they won't be moved and inspired, Mm -hmm. but that's not the truth of you. You're a creator. So of course you would be moved and inspired. Of course you would have inspiration, get it in spirit. <laughs> you know, you you be inspired to share the love that you're feeling of the moment, and it would naturally move you to an aligned area where you would have the opportunity to share that love. But because we have so many value systems of 
being away from that full love that we've compartmentalized love in such a disillusioned way that we don't generally see the world like a child where they just look around and look for their next moment of joy. They're not looking to pay the bills. They're not looking to have a roof over their head or safety. So when you're in survival, and Patsy, you know from my share with you that I went through foreclosure, bankruptcy, illness. I've I've walked some density per my own creation. I just didn't know I was playing backwards. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you learn to manage emotions and the mind's perception and you redirect that, it creates a whole new avenue where my life today, just this very podcast is a great celebratory moment because I had envisioned you know, traveling with like-minded beings and to be in the position of having been in a very human way of being in fear, scarcity, lack, and victimization. Those are all Mm -hmm. points of view. But I was wearing that costume like a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. But really, it was digging my grave slowly. Because Mm -hmm. what happens when we layer up on that is you'll get an ollie-ollie income free called an illness. (laughs) (laughs) Or called foreclosure. (laughs) Or, you know, something to shake your trees so you can grow some different fruit. Yeah, that's beautiful. Brilliant. Yes, I... Gosh, I don't think I could say it any better. Um, it, I think you. I, I think I'm you have plenty to add sweetness. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like so enjoying all of this. I, I could live in the space of talking about all of this with you forever. It's it's um, my own journey around uh, you know the the density of um, debt and what is that? How did I come to create that and um, moving through that in a in a way that I've shared with you, you know, um, required a really kind of scary um, conversation with a loved one. And uh, because the ultimate fear was that I wouldn't be received. Like I'm showing all my cards here and um, I can. And I can by received, do you mean loved? Yeah, of course. See, that's course. what I wanted to point out. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because our yeah. ultimate fear is that we're not lovable. We're not lovable in the weird costume that we got. Like, I always joke about my hair, right? I got the straightest hair ever. I'm always trying to curl it because my mom always tried to curl it when I was a kid. You know, I'm kind of still stuck on that, right? That's just a belief of myself. But do you do you see, I think that's where that's where generally most of the population operates from. I'm not lovable. I'm not valuable. Mm -hmm. I can't be received. So uh, I'm not enough, right? That's another. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. Or there's not enough. Or there's not enough. And therefore I'm not enough because there's not enough. (laughs) And I'd like to say, right, exactly. I'd like to say this. So I had a friend who um, said to me that, you know, because I'm kind of, um, well, his his point of view was, like, I didn't have the same issues as him. <laughs> you know, my mm-hmm. life, I could just postulate all day long, right? Mm-hmm. But in truth, he'd seen me walk through those dense places. We were just walking differently. He would tell me a story of fact, which are false affirmations of a collective belief system over time. Like, is the world flat, Jerry? Well, who who knows? <laughs> who knows? Currently, the collective says no. But just not so many (laughs) thousands of years ago, we said yes. So for me, I think if we start to move to our own knowing, then we can change the seeming facts because it's really just giving your power to something that somebody else said outside of yourself. Right. 
Right. So that like we all collectively agreed to gravity. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but some people <laughs> can levitate, right? Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, the I totally like that. Totally lost my train of thought, but it it was to do with these like false affirmations, right? And the attachment to these sorts of things. Um, I guess my question to you, Miss Lori, would be around our own knowing, like the definition of our own knowing. So our own knowing is it. You know, people, I have a client and he'll say to me, uh, I knew you were the real deal because you didn't try to defend what you said. You just said, I don't know how I know. I just know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how many times have, there's not a soul on the planet that's not just as hooked up as me. Mm-hmm. They're either willing to allow it or not allow it. And generally we shut it down when we're young. Mm-hmm. Um, because because we, we we wake up in a new playground and we're like, well, I guess I got to follow these people or I'm gonna die. <laughs> so then whatever they say, we're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. But but as a, as a parent myself, who was in a very different paradigm back when my children were young, they're in their twenties now. I was I didn't know that my job was just to be a guide of acknowledgement and support and navigation in the collective beliefs of gravity and don't jump off the roof today there kid. Cause you know, we're participating in gravity, um, you know, like I didn't have any idea. So instead I did what all mothers did. I over worried. I shut them down. I made them crazy like me um, back in the day, people quote, quote, <laughs> Because some somebody might think I'm still crazy today. Not so crazy right. now. It's just a celebratory <laughs> word for me. But um, but really, I I was very entrained in the belief systems of the world. I was very fearful. Um, driving to our small, I I live in Maine, and our biggest city uh, or one of them is Portland, and it, it's not far from where I where I live. Maybe 20 minutes, half an hour. But going to Portland when I was 17 was terrifying to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was just absolutely terrified of the world. Um, mm-hmm. And and that speaks to lineage. Uh, right. You as a soul, uh, people listening to our program, I would call them light workers because they're drawn to being more of the truth of themselves, which is light. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called enlightenment, right? Energy and more light. Mm-hmm. So for me, we'll generally start off in a really tricky construct of density. Uh, I came from a lineage where my dad had substance issues. His whole family did. My mom came from a large farm family where caregiving was the name of the game, especially to men. Mm -hmm. So she learned a a program that if you wanted to get love, then you had to work hard, struggle, and maybe get a bone or two, right? Maybe a pat on the head. And it wasn't because her family wasn't loving. They were very loving, but they were very loving and limitating um, limitation and thoughts of what it means to do love, be love, and give love. Right. And then my dad, you know, can't, felt like a broken bird, so my mom saw him and tried to save him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. after several years of dysfunction, she got enough courage to move out into the world on her own for you know keeping us all on the planet. And that doesn't speak ill of my dad. It was a happening of our, all of our soul's agreements to grow in that construct. Yeah. Everyone has an opportunity wherever they land to wake up and fly the nest mm. and fly the nest that they can soar versus the story of, 
how they came and the reason why, that's a justification of the mind. Mm. The mind always has to prove. The mind always has to be right. The mind always has to have false power. So when one is willing to give up needing to be right or validated for their value um, and to trust that source is their supply, Mm. then they free themselves from those belief systems that keep them as a mouse on a wheel running around and not enjoying life because they're so afraid the sky's going to fall when they're actually part of the sky. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. I, this, this is, there's so much goodness packed in here. Oh my. Uh, And I'd like to, um, I, I would love it if anybody joins us or has a suggestion, um, of how we could support them um, in dealing with certain circumstances that arise in life. Uh, We're all living it. We're all having growth and expansion. I am not a guru. I am a soul on a path uh, who happens to be willing to get intuitive guidance to support whomever and all these other beautiful souls on their path. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I think that's a great... um, that's a great awareness and we can arrange on our next one to call some people in and have some. Oh, that would be delightful. Yeah, that would be so delightful. That would be really cool. Um, I love that. I'd like, I would like to just let people know some of the tools that we use, Patsy, so that they too can have the blessing of redirecting their now moments. Yeah, um, what I have found is when we're re- willing really to surrender and turn it over, um, I was at a place where I didn't know myself. I didn't know where I was going. Uh, and I literally opened up the spirit cause I got tired of paying, um, people like me, uh, to tell me when a guy was going to call me. <laughs> Spirit's tricky like that. They'll pull you in through the back door if they have to. <laughs> they have a great sense so, of humor, no? <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. They are so fun to hang out with. Uh, it's like hanging out with you. We just laugh all the time. Uh, and they're full of puns, and I don't know if that's my filter because I'm kind of sarcastic and a bit of a wise ass. But um, <laughs> I think but that has what, a little bit of something to do with it. But yeah, um, maybe a snidge. But uh, I'd like them to know like how to change something, or how not to react, or how mm-hmm. to move past that need of uh, right or wrong, or good or bad, or because that's the game of life called duality. That's the contrast that shows up in life. And it always shows up because you're propagating it knowingly or unknowingly. When you have a point of view, and I'll give you an example from my own life. I, um, when I was going through that mis, um, well, how does spirit say it? I was misaligned about the truth of what money is mm. and what value is. Um, I had a perception like humans do that money was my value because um, I didn't really come from a lot of money. Uh, My ex-husband and I created a lot of money together. And when that came undone, I still didn't have my own value. I still didn't know what my gifts and talents in the world were, even though I was always great at customer service. Why? Because I read people and I always have. <laughs> right? Uh, I love that. Um, yes. so, so what ended up happening is I was telling a story. See, see it's just a story. Mm. Everything's really just a story, and you can write any story you'd like, but the story I was rocking out was, woe is me. What was me and it's someone else's fault. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the grace of God, my cousin said to me, do you hear yourself? 
Mm. I think you do have your old life, okay? I think you're not happy. I think that you don't have your own money. And I think that the person that you're blaming is still running your life. Mm. And that's not getting you anything different. And I was like, wait a minute. Thank you for that. And from that moment on, I just was very, very diligent with paying attention to me. And not paying attention to me as a preening in a mirror, but what was I thinking, speaking, feeling, and believing? Mm -hmm. And what was that creating in my life? Mm -hmm. And when I learned some very simple, pragmatic ways to change energy through those teachers that I mentioned previously, I started to use the tools. And I call them tools for transformation. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I do is... I I get neutral first. We all can react to people, but if we're willing to be self-focused first, we'll recognize our reaction and we'll check, is that a high vibe or a low vibe? We've expressed that low vibe doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. So no one, I always tell my clients, nobody really needs me for anything. I'm there (laughs) to validate their own knowing of themselves. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned earlier, Patsy, about how one could get their own intuitive knowing. Right. Well, they can set an intention to know. Um, You you worked with me. You know I don't use any tools per se. I don't use cards. I don't use crystals. I don't use candles. Those all can be wonderful tools, but no one ever needs them. Everybody has already a natural way that they read the energy of a room. Everybody can walk in a room and know if people are happy or sad. Uh, if you've ever tried to hand off a small child to somebody or a dog, they'll let you know about that person immediately because they've already read that energy. They're highly attuned. Yeah. It's that we're just, we just shut it down. So almost like if you were a weightlifter Mm -hmm. and you went to, you had, uh, your muscles had atrophied, well, you'd have to slowly incrementally build that back up. And we do it by asking, receiving, and trusting. So Patsy, Mm -hmm. maybe you could speak to, um, how I normally do it with people um, because I did it to you. I'm like, yeah, okay, ready and go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I think the, I'm just thinking about my own, right. <clears throat> What's been a really amazing practice is as I've come to open myself up to receiving intuitive guidance, guidance, it's been a really powerful tool to have someone to kind of validate that knowing, right? So you remind me constantly, well, did you ask? A, did you ask for it? (laughs) Right. Um, Step one, ask. Step one, ask. Okay. That's that's in the five truths. Ask and it's given. There you go. Um, And then in terms of opening yourself up to receiving, it's, it's, paying close attention to where the energy again is is within your body what's coming up around that right is your throat closing up that's a big one for me right is there um is there some sort of tension in your stomach or some something that's like you know within the ego that's saying hey hey that's not really it can't be that simple right Um, oh that's such a great point Patsy because The ego likes chaos and complexity and drama for the play. Mm -hmm. The source doesn't really participate in those attributes because it's completely unnecessary. Yes. Yes. 
So yeah, that's and it's really an opposite and from what we are ingrained, right? Or it, this is a backwards game. I uh, yeah. liken it to a video game where you drop into the lowest level called the third dimension, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and you're like, oh my Jesus, right? Like as in a prayer. There we go. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's like where's Jesus? No, um, I'm teasing. Uh, However, you drop into the low level, and as you level up, you have more information because third dimension has a bandwidth to it. You know, if you think about a tornado, it's still the tornado at the top, and it's still the tornado at the bottom, but it has a different bandwidth. It doesn't have as much space to it. Right. It's, it's limited, and it's um, – and it's. Um, I, I, I'm looking for the word. Um, but in the center of every storm, it's peace. So right. think about that in your own being. So right. you lower your frequency down from this great grandiose vibe and you take an aspect of yourself and you bring it down to a lower octave and you experience density. And as you release that density, you expand your bandwidth to have more light. Yes. And yet in every moment along the trip through the game, as you're gathering more knowledge, more tools, more information, your heart is always available to be at peace. So in one moment, you can always come back to that breath, take a mm-hmm. breath. Mm-hmm. When I ask people to ask spirit for information, they generally will either see a color, they'll have an all-over body feeling, or they'll uh, hear information. Mm-hmm. And clair, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, claircognizant, you know, um, and some some people just have a knowing. I started out clairaudient because I didn't trust them. <laughs> mm. I would talk to them, but I wouldn't, you know, let them sort of like uh, be immersed with me as I do now. That mm-hmm. took a process of about five years, and it was really me trusting me. Yeah, because that's a huge one. We never want to harm anybody in truth. And so imagine that in other experiences, we didn't really have a handle on our true nature called the power of all that is. Mm-hmm. And we sort of misused that out of misguiding ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of light workers will hold back from their knowing or their true self because they're afraid of an experience that their cellular memory is holding, not the truth of now. Yeah. An important distinction. Yeah, um, I feel, Patsy, that you and I have been all over the place with um, <laughs> with our conversation, and I. Um, that's why I'm hoping that if you know people join us, that they'll they'll let us know how they'd like us to support them because we have a depth of information and we're well well traveled with each other. So for you and me, it's like a normal chat. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I know. And this is how I'm laughing to myself because I'm like, this is how our conversations go. We start with one thing, we end up way over here. Um, And it's, but so much wisdom and goodness and ahas are shared. Uh, But don't you feel that's really probably, I feel like that's really probably the way that source is source, like source is like a butterfly. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so own that as a a beautiful thing. Um, and oftentimes we label that as like right 
not scattered, right? Yeah, I, scattered. Um, who, who hasn't been called Looney along the way? That was my nickname as a child. My dad nicknamed me Looney because I was kind of in my own land. Like I just yeah. never quite landed until I um, chose to walk consciously. And then I, you know, do have a practice of being grounded because what happens when things get tight here, mm-hmm. you, you'll just take your higher self and check out <laughs> and you'll, yeah. you're, you'll have your vehicle like parked at the Walmart, you know, but you won't be conscious of being in the vehicle. Does that right. make sense? It does. So totally I think it's sense. important that people do bring their consciousness to the present moment. They are anchored in the planet with their energy. Um, I, I hope in the future that we can talk specifically about energy. Um, I, I did want to note some of the ways that um, I've learned to grease the wheel to win the game uh, and go around to go with greater ease. Uh, one is neutrality. Mm-hmm. I see the whole world as an interesting show. I don't take it too seriously. Uh, it's not that life doesn't show up and I can't get into my costume and wear it fully. I can get right into the drama. I can be in the play. But I generally now know the difference and I won't stay in the play very long. I'll become the observer and director of the play mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in a shorter period of time than previously. Um, I use compassion because... Therefore, the grace of God go I, yes? So for me, I don't judge other people or other souls. How do I know what their soul's evolving? It may look like a a, a car accident or a a crime scene to me, right? But that's my point of view. And that may be that perfect moment for that soul's awakening. Or it may be that they're doing that role for another person's growth. See, that's the thing. We don't know. And the ego has an opinion, but does it know? No, it doesn't. It doesn't know. And that's been one of the biggest principles uh, that I've come away with over the last, you know, two years. It's like owning my own point of view and also in those moments of density, being able to, like you said, step out of the costume, kind of be that director, look at it from, uh, you know, from way back in the theater versus like in the play and say, okay, well, what is, what is my energy? Like, what's my reaction to this thing that's coming up? What's that my point of view around this? Um, and what belongs to the other person? And Well, knowing... and what power do you have other than that, Patsy? Because right. can we, I, I've had children. You cannot make them. And I don't care right. how much you think you can right. think like you think. And by the right. grace of God, thank goodness, because my children are great teachers. That's to me. Of laying it out there of like, really? <laughs> yes. I, I wanted to speak about money, too, um, because yeah, that's a sure. big deal for people. No, please go on with what you were saying, though, because I want to hear that. No, I was just going to end by really wrapping what you'd said around the fact that it's it's each we each have our own right? Um, All we really have control over are our own thoughts and reactions to things. And even though we may see, right, like, oh, if they had, if they just adopted this sort of principle or started practicing in this way, their life could be so much easier. That's not on us to um, be able to. It's not our job. It's not our job. Right. Um, I think you and I could both agree that we learn to be fixers mm -hmm. and fixers get depleted. Fixers yeah. get worn out like the carpet that gets walked on too many times. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so there's so no more room for dirt and then you get a new carpet, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. So So true. So I um so gratitude is is a really easy way to move in a new direction. 
Mm-hmm. Because we, especially living in this grand place called the United States, have so much more available to us. And sometimes some people might think that's a detriment. But for me, my dad said it, and you know I think he's such a sage. Um, he said, honey, if people weren't so focused on their belly button, they might have a look at, you know, and even when you were a king back in the days of kings, well, our life, even if you live perhaps in Africa, is so much more, um, it's easier. Yeah. We're, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that people in Africa don't have challenge and that I don't have the greatest compassion, but I also, too, recognize that they are souls on a path. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, no matter where you land, has the same capacity within them, and I call it equanimity. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin made me happy the other day. She said that when the census person came around, she just wrote <laughs> human race. Uh, <laughs> I thought, good on you. That's brilliant. That is the truth uh, of it, isn't it? That's great. That is the rest good. is a costume. Mm-hmm. Um so could okay. I talk about money for a moment? Please, yes. And I have no idea how long we've been talking because you know this yeah. happens because time's I not know. real when we hang out. Exactly. It's totally – so it's been just about 45 minutes or so. Oh, okay, so good. So we're, we're I'd right like to give schedule. people – especially people walking through the ideas of loss mm-hmm. and the ideas of um, the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. I really was in that position um, – along my journey uh, and it was a very uncomfortable and it was really created those very heavy feelings and they're harder to come out of. You have to actually do it incrementally, but I found like one of the best ways to change anything is to appreciate everything. Yeah. What you appreciate appreciates, right? <clears throat> well, like attracts like. So the more you're vibing and, and even appreciating that something is not your something is appreciation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I see people rocking out their show, and I might not groove in that particular aspect, I don't give them much fodder. I send them a blessing, and I move on with myself, and I'm just grateful that's not my gig. Mm-hmm. And that frees me from judgment because I'm not judging where they're traveling. I'm not saying they should travel differently. I'm just grateful that that's not my direction. Right. Right. And that way I'm not in their show. Because <laughs> the minute we Yes, the minute we make something a wrong or a right, well then we are in it. We're in the energy of it. And we will experience it because I always say, you know, no matter what you're ordering, you're gonna get a plate of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it may not it, you know, some people don't like their food to touch, but I'm gonna say yeah. that you're probably gonna get a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> all those flavors are going to be touching up against each other yes um, and, it, and it may show up in a mixture so you may not get clear about it but the more you're willing to be with yourself and I don't mean don't hang out with people I mean be present with you be present with how you're viewing the world and when you say something is true or not true my cousin just asked me the other day if I believed in evil and I said, I believe that there are people who have forgotten who they are. Yeah, it's beautiful. Because for me, that's more of a truth. And yet, do I know that people forget who they are and they may express a great deal of density? Yes. Yeah. But do I also know that inherently we are all of the same? Yes. Yes. I wholeheartedly. So when we propagate that, that, we repeat that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And you, my dear Patsy, I, I know it's your greatest desire as it is mine that, that we're all walking in contribution to one another. Yes, absolutely. And in, in full self-expression of our, right, of, of who we are, because we're all unique beings and we have so much to offer one another. When we all come together in that sort of way, it's, it's, um, it's really a beautiful thing. I always um, see it like a, a blank canvas. And everybody who adds a color, right, or a piece yeah. of color, what a beautiful picture. It really is. It's so funny that you say that because um, when I was at Camp GLP this past weekend, that was actually one of the exercises. So every single oh! person who attended was invited to paint on that canvas. And I will share so a beautiful. It was beautiful the end result was amazing and the other added bonus to that was they they cut a portion of that um mural into 420 pieces and gave every single person oh i just love that what a brilliant right that's a brilliant keepsake and that leads me to attachment to things Spirit's always like knocking on my door in the back of my head about yeah. like, oh, and that's a good well, topic, and oh, that's a topic. good topic. <laughs> yeah, there's so many depths of topics. Um, I did want to say, Patsy, in our in our uh, last moments of today's podcast, and I'm so grateful, truly grateful, to celebrate this with you because I, I do hope that that we are a support for people. Um, and if they'd like to be in touch with us individually, I uh, wanted to offer that you could let them know how to reach you, and then I'll let them know how to reach me um, to have further collaboration. Um, so if you would like to speak to uh, – I actually think you do a myriad of things. I think that you have more than one offering. Uh, and so if you'd like to express more than one, I would be grateful. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, you can find me at www.andcelebrate.com, and my email address is patsy at and, A-N-D, celebrate.com. And I support people really um, first and foremost in helping shine a light on who they are and then help them to express that light in the way in which they're moving through the world and how they connect with clients. Um, and so sometimes that's in the way it's in um, a container uh, or label I, I've been calling branding. So branding support around whether that be their online presence through um, a website or social media presence, visualizations, um, visuals to match or express who they are, and also through the event space um, in, in that helping them to create a really beautiful container to bring people together around connection so and and meaning making so um, helping with programming around that um, and I have a whole process around that as well but um, oh and it's a beautiful process I have to say I um, again gratefully by the grace of all that is uh, have uh, have you on my path because um, Patsy would tell you I am great at what I do and I'm willing to own it um, yes. However, I am not techie, period. Uh, <laughs> and that's a label. I get it. That's a judgment, but it's one I'm comfortable with currently. Uh, and uh, you also have helped me a great deal in expanding and taking that next step out there to reach more people. And I think that people on our path, that's one of their greatest desires, is how can they bring their contribution to many? Yeah, so you are, you are high on my list for that. Uh, and I wanted to celebrate that with you. Um, Thank you. And 
Yeah, my great pleasure. Uh, for me, um, I'm an intuitive guide teacher. I help facilitate energy. Um, I would say there's no really, I don't work in a limitation about um, how I work. If uh, Generally, I work in um, helping you eliminate your limiting thought forms and constructs that you've aligned to uh, through misinformation or lineage or perception of the collective belief systems like money, time, um, value, things that we touched on. Um, I can talk to Uncle Bob when he shows up. I can <laughs> dial him up if, if he doesn't show up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and generally, Stern and I, we are laser beam to where you're at. Um, we will set a foundation of um, practical measures for you to release things that are in your way in a myriad of fashions that may suit you. Um, it may take a while to get on your tool belt and wear it every day, but I support mm -hmm. people in mentoring them, um, resetting them where they may feel like their practice is going gangbusters, but their head's still running the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's the kind of work that I do, um, but I'm not limited in the work that I do because really I don't run the show. I am a happy conduit uh, part of the show. And I let spirit facilitate the best way that would support you in any way. So that's Beautiful. my work. And uh, you can reach me um, on Facebook, Lori Ivers. Uh, I'm on, I have my own website, www.loriivers, all lowercase, two I's, um, dot B, like victory, P, like positive, <laughs> web.com. Um and I do do group gatherings. Uh, I also am available uh, in any capacity, phone, Skype. Uh, if you want to have a session, uh, you are welcome to reach out to me. So, and I will look forward to that. And I'm so grateful that we we have this joyful time together. Me I'm, I'm too. fired up. <laughs> me too. This just set the tone for our day, and we hope that. So, our initial topic as we as we launched into our conversation today was how to align your day with intention and energy and awareness. And so, as you listen to this and kind of play it back for yourselves, we hope that you um, you find some alignment within the truths of what was shared and intention to move forward. So, we also I'm going to create some show notes. So any of the resources we mentioned here um, will show up in those show notes as well as our contact information. And we'd love to hear from you as to um, topics you'd like us to discuss. And we're going to figure out a way to bring people on to kind of share um, their current, um, you know, circumstances or situations or perhaps they're walking through some density that we can uh, shed light on. Um, oh, how exciting. Time. How exciting. How exciting. Yeah. That would just be such a delight because um, both Patsy and I are very intuitively connected uh, to practice of our every waking moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and even before we're falling into um, our dream travel, uh, we <laughs> always are doing that with intention as well. Um, and so within that, uh, I feel very confident, and I know that you do too, Patsy, of being able to bring that knowing through so that people can have a hand, a yes. hand to walk with. Yes. So um, we're just put out their hand. Beautiful. <laughs> yay, 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 yay. Well, with so. that, we will uh, sign off, but thank you all for joining us and look forward to And we'll wish you all many soon. good nows until we yeah. meet again. Good now. Good now. Good Thank now. You. Bye bye.